0: wonderful Jesus, and he's truly wonderful. Hi, I'm Sister Marty, and I am excited about this new uh, study that we're getting into. Today's blog post is called The Starting Point. Mark chapter 1, verse 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As we begin our study in the book of Mark, I believe it will be helpful to look at the author of the book, Since traditionally the author of this book is John Mark, then that is how we will flow with it. John Mark is first mentioned in Acts chapter 12, where Peter had been rescued from prison by an angel. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now, I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Acts chapter 12, verses 11 through 12. The saints had gathered to pray at John Mark's house because Peter had been placed in prison. Mary, his mother, probably opened up her home for some type of church gathering to new believers or maybe just for prayer in this one particular instance. Whatever the reason, they were all gathered together at his home. Peter knew to go there when he was released from prison to share his testimony of how the angel had delivered uh, him lending to the thought that he visited their home frequently. In the first epistle, bearing his name, he refers to Mark as his son. First Peter chapter five, verse 13. At the end of chapter 12 in the book of Acts, Mark begins traveling with Paul and Barnabas for ministry. And it reads in verse 25 and Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem, where they had fulfilled their ministry, and they also took with them John, whose surname was Mark. So Mark began to travel in ministry with Saul and Barnabas. In chapter 13, John Mark has, uh, is referred to as Paul and Barnabas' assistants. But when they arrived in Antioch, just a few verses later, John returns to Jerusalem. So he leaves uh, in the middle of the uh, journey and goes back to Jerusalem. In Acts chapter 14, uh, I guess John is ready to go back and Barnabas wants John to go with them. And Paul is like, nope, this is not going to happen. As a result, the two men split. Paul takes Silas with him and Barnabas takes Mark with him as they go in different directions to share the gospel. This is easy to understand why Barnabas would defend Mark because they were cousins. Peter, uh, Paul writes about this in Colossians chapter four, verse 10. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you with Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, about whom you received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. In the Gospel of Mark, we see the word immediately appearing frequently. That's because Mark focuses in on the works of Jesus and his quick response of compassion to those that were around him. Mark presents Jesus as the servant of God who responds quickly to the will of the Father. Mark also shows Jesus in constant motion as he displays his power and authority over the devil, which also demonstrates and proves he is the Son of God. Let's look again at our key text. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, Mark chapter 1, verse 1. Mark begins this book with the ministry of Jesus. In these simple words, he says a lot. He is starting at the beginning of the gospel. Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one, and Jesus is the son of God. It is believed that the gospel of Mark was written to Gentiles and therefore has little references to the things that were important to the Jews. The genealogy of the Christ, the prophecies that were fulfilled by him, or the traditions and customs that were important to him. It is also believed that this was the first written account of the Gospels, and as such is a collection of things that John Mark heard from Peter and others. So the focus in this book is the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news about him, and the good news that he brings. Mark begins his narrative by introducing us to John the Baptist, and he tells us several things about John. As it is written in the prophets, behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Mark chapter one, verses two and three. John the Baptist was a special messenger of God. He was sent to prepare the way before Jesus. He would be in the wilderness crying out to the people. And he fulfilled this prophetic declaration as prophesied. Mark then explained what this prophecy looked like in reality, how John made the way for Jesus. Verse four and five says, John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. John's ministry consisted of getting people to realize that they were in a sinful state and they needed to repent. Even though they realized that they were sinners, even though they Realized they needed to confess their sins and be baptized for the remission of their sins. These people had yet to meet Jesus and had yet to hear the good news that he came to give them. But they are being prepared to know that the day of atonement, the once a year sacrifice for their sins, wasn't giving them the assurance that they needed or desire for peace in their souls. But it was coming. Mark chapter one, verses six through nine. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist. And he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached saying, there comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptize you with water but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Mark describes John as a prophet who was clothed in a garment made of camel's hair and he ate locusts and wild honey. John the Baptist was in essence identifying as an Old Testament prophet while ending the tenure of Old Testament prophets. Closing out the old, we're getting ready to bring in the new. Things were changing and Mark is showing how John's ministry catapulted the way for the ministry of Jesus. John said this about Jesus. He was coming after John. He was more powerful than John. John felt unworthy to untie his shoestring. So therefore John was submitting himself and his ministry to the one who was coming. And John said that while he was baptizing Right then and there with water, one was coming who would baptize them with the Holy Spirit. As we go into this study of Mark, my plan is to share more of the big picture, the events, not necessarily the verse-by-verse movement of Jesus. Mark is the shortest gospel, but it contains 18 of the 30-plus miracles of Jesus. I want to focus more on him, his messages, his accomplishments, accomplishment accomplishments and what it means for us as his followers as his followers this is the starting point of the gospel of mark stay tuned as we revisit the life and service of our savior jesus the son of god so get ready get set let's go wonderful jesus